respected brothers and sisters, hundreds of Quranic verses contain references to female figures, women and girls. The subject of the khutbah this afternoon, insha'Allah, is the only woman who is referred to by her name in the Quran, Maryam salam. Maryam, the Syriac name for Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ. Last week, our esteemed head Imam spoke to us about the house of Imran, and he commented on the verses concerning the grandmother of Jesus, of Isa, السلام. So I will pick up where our Imam left and I will look at how Maryam is depicted in the Quran. I am concerned with what Maryam السلام, has to tell us, what impact she might have on us, what role she might play in our daily lives, women and men. To begin with, it is helpful to note that although Maryam's virgin birth miracle seems too unnatural and superhuman, Maryam could still function as a role model for women and men alike. This is to say that Maryam's elevation above all women is not meant to deny that many of her qualities bring her closer to us and our daily struggles. The Quranic depiction of the Muslim Mary emphasizes that she is approachable and that her qualities are generally applicable. Maryam السلام, speaks to all ages, to all classes of people because she is According to the Quran, a sign to all beings. So let us start our stray reflections, which are taken from the two major Marian accounts in the Quran, in Surah Maryam and in Surah Al-Imran. The formative years, youth and education of a Sayyida Maryam, as recounted in Surah Al-Imran, provide us with avenues for thinking about social roles and communal expectations. Maryam السلام, served and lived in the Temple of Jerusalem in a male-dominated environment. In this sense, Maryam السلام, is a symbol of change and subversion. And it is intriguing that the only woman mentioned by name in the Quran 34 times is a symbol for change. Maryam's uniqueness can also be taken from the fact that the priests of the temple disputed the question of who should be Maryam's caretakers. We are also reminded in Surah Ali Imran that Maryam السلام, not only received instruction in the temple, but that she inspired and in some ways taught her own tutor and caretaker, Zakaria, 
the father of John the Baptist. Zakaria alayhi salam saw her rizq, saw the sustenance that was given to her and inquired, Anna laki hadha? From where is this coming to you? When she replied, Huwa min indillah, from God, Zakaria alayhi salam was touched and he went on to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him children. So Maryam's devotion teaches us to trust in Allah Azza wa Jal in the same manner it did for Zakaria alayhi salam. The point here is that Maryam alayhi salam is able to shed light on matters related to social inclusion. Maryam alayhi salam destabilizes many of our assumptions. Maryam demands that we show some measure of toleration and that we appreciate that there are many roots to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Maryam alayhi salam tells us Surah Ali Imran was chosen from among all women. We note that the verse reads, Ya Maryam, inna Allah astafaki wa tahharaki wa astafaki ala nisa'il alameen. Mary, God has chosen you and purified you. He has chosen you above all women. This favor, this ni'mah, this blessing is followed by the command be obedient to your Lord, prostrating and bowing before him. The verse is telling us that Allah's blessings are a responsibility and that they demand a response, they demand hard work, they demand shukr. And this is a very common motif in the Quran. We learn at the outset of the story in Surah Maryam that Maryam withdrew from her people to an eastern place and took a veil apart from them. إذ انتبذت من أهلها مكانا شرقيا فاتخذت من دونهم حجابا. The insight we can glean from this is the idea of solitude, of uzla, opening our hearts to receiving the divine light. Occasionally requires one to withdraw from the regular daily interactions. Following this, the angel. Gabriel, Jibreel alayhi salam, appears to Maryam as a man. Thinking she is a human, she reacts by saying, Inni a'udhu birrahmani minka in kunta taqiyya. I seek refuge in God from you. In kunta taqiyya, if you fear God. Maryam salam is appealing to the taqwa, to the fear of God, to his taqwa, to his piety. In touching his good side, she is teaching us how to provoke others to do good deeds, how to uncover their latent beauty. When the angel 
tells Maryam السلام, that he is a messenger of God to give her a pure boy. إنما أنا رسول ربك ليهب لأهب لك غلاما زكيا. مريم عليها السلام questions him by saying أنا يكون لي غلام ولم يمسسني بشر ولم أكو بغية. How can I have a son when no man has ever touched me? Nor am I unchaste. Here, Maryam السلام, can be seen as pointing to reason, as pointing to natural laws. She is drawing our attention that religion does not demand blind obedience. Rather, her questioning of Jibreel underscores that we are encouraged to ask questions. She is asking the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maryam alayha salam is encouraging us to inquire in trying to understand the ways, the turuq of the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this openness to learning is highly relevant to us in this city of knowledge in Cambridge. Later on, in the Annunciation scene, we read, فَأَجَاءَهَا الْمَخَاضُ إِلَىٰ جِذْعِ النَّخْلَةِ قَالَتْ يَا لَيْتَنِي مِتُّ قَبْلَ هَذَا وَكُنْتُ نَسْيًا مَنْسِيًّا And the pains of the childbirth compelled her to the trunk of the palm tree. She said, would I had died before this and become a forgotten thing. The Quran emphasizes here Maryam's loneliness, her pains, fear, and struggle. Her death wish could be explained in different ways, and in fact, it was explained in the tafsir tradition. But the larger point the Quran is attempting to make concerns vulnerability. This fundamental human quality of incompleteness endows us with the capacity to open ourselves to change, to receive the voice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maryam alayha salam teaches us that fragility is not necessarily a weakness. It enables us to learn and to develop. Maryam teaches us that our ruptures can help us to find our calling and that traces of the divine light can be found in our pains, in our dark days. And that is not surprising. Didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, الَّذِي أَحْسَنَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلَقَهُ who has created all things well, everything Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is beautiful. We benefit and learn from the jamal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from his jalal. The Quranic Maryam, the Quranic Mary teaches us how to be proactive. This can be taken from the verse that reads, وَهُزِّي إِلَيْكِ بِجِذْعِ النَّخْلَةِ تُسَاقِطْ عَلَيْكِ رُطَبًا جَنِيَّةِ Shake to you the palm trunk, and there shall come tumbling upon you dates, fresh and ripe. So in the midst of the pain, she still has to shake the tree 
to receive the provisions. It is the idea of helping yourself so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you. In Another moral of this scene concerns training oneself on the virtue of independence. Maryam السلام, invites us to take care of ourselves and to achieve some measure of autonomy. In this sense, single mothers can relate to Maryam, can find inspiration in Maryam السلام. Moving on. We read that Maryam السلام, brought the child, brought Isa, brought Jesus to her people, carrying him in her arms. And that they said to her, Ya Maryamu, laqad jiti shay'an fariya. O Mary, you have done a strange thing. Here, Maryam السلام, is fully exposed. She finds no support from her family. In fact, her family turns against her. One of the things that we can learn from this is that there might be times when you will do very good deeds which will be misinterpreted. Your most virtuous deeds could be leveled against you. Maryam السلام, is indirectly telling us that this is fine. This is the nature of life. What matters most is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. What matters most is that we place our trust, our yaqeen in the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. The final point I would like to make concerns Christian-Muslim dialogue. The Quranic depiction of Maryam السلام, unites Muslims from different schools and persuasions and it generates solidarity between Muslims and Christians. In their analysis of the story of Maryam in Surah Maryam and Ali Imran, in a recent very good book, on Mary in the Quran, the authors have shown that Maryam is a bridge between Judaism and Christianity, and that she is also a bridge between Christians of different affiliations. They write, and I quote, the Mary of the Quran may also help to heal the rifts between the Catholic and Protestant traditions of Marian devotion, end quote respected brothers and sisters. One of the oldest historians of Mecca, Al-Azraqi, reported that there was a painting of Maryam السلام, on one of the columns of the Kaaba. And that when the Prophet وسلم, entered Mecca, he gave orders to remove the paintings which were on or which, which were in the Kaaba, except for the picture of Maryam السلام. Now whether this story is true or not is not very relevant. But one thing is certain. For her submission, for her devotion, for her struggles, for her outcries, for her love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Maryam will always remain with us. Her image, her picture, will continue to be inscribed in our hearts as an exemplar and as a moral 
inspiration 